I have been asked to chair a a task team to work with traditional leaders, and we're looking at three issues. One, to build the relationship, uh, uh, to uh, deal with the issues of relationship with the ANC on policy matters around the traditional leaders and, co- and rural communities. Secondly, we're supposed to assist with the facilitation of um, uh, implementation of some of the issues between government and traditional leaders. And thirdly, we were to deal with the issue of uh, economic uh, inclusivity uh, around radical economic transformation as it relates to rural communities. So uh, this uh, we introduced to the House of Traditional Leaders, uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers, PwC, to work with them to facilitate a model that would assist us to bring radical economic transformation and inclusion of uh, rural people and uh, particularly as they are working with uh, traditional leaders. So this uh, United Royal Kingship Holdings and the Associated Foundation is a product of the work that we facilitated to help to bring about uh, a change in the patterns of investment so that uh, rural communities can be part of the mainstream economy uh, through the structures that work with them and that uh, we can also appeal to various sectors, particularly financial services sectors, banks, to be able to uh, focus on changing and shifting the investment pattern to reach rural communities because that's where unemployment is very high and youth unemployment gets to be above 60%. So for us, radical economic transformation is taking a new gear Mm -hmm. wherein there's inclusion of people who are completely unbanked People are completely outside so that they can have a share and a stake in the economy. I would imagine that uh, you'll also need to shift the minds of the young people in particular because young people seem to be focused more on seeking employment or even opportunities in urban centers rather than in rural areas. Certainly the issue is that we must find a way to ensure that our youth in rural areas must find platforms from which they can work to be a stream, to be part of the mainstream uh, economy, and so uh, we believe that the focus has to be about, you know, promoting opportunities for young people and promoting opportunities for rural communities that would have otherwise been completely excluded. The rigidity uh, in the way the economy runs means that everything happens in the city centre. Everything happens for those who already have got the advantage of, uh, you know. Uh, having access to banks and so on. Uh, and this way, this way, we're actually creating a shift in the mindset to say you can't do business with rural communities, you can't actually participate in rural development for the sake of ensuring that we can stem the urban, uh, unplanned urbanization where people move over simply because they don't have any opportunities. Let's talk about the problems within the ruling party, Dr. Mkize. What do you think is wrong with the ANC? The problem in the African National Congress are the divisions that uh, are playing out in the public space. And I think that uh, in there uh, is the fact that we've we've had a very uh, significant shift in the environment in which uh, the ANC is operating. In the past, the ANC used to be operating in an environment where there were you know, uh, we're not a ruling party, but now we're in charge of uh, resources, uh, you know, opportunities. And so the problems of corruption are creeping in, and we need to be able to stamp stamp those out, uh, you know, ensure that 
leaders, uh, you know, who are elected into positions, are leaders who are focusing on services to the people and ethical leadership, so that they can, uh, you know, we can deal with uh, the problems of uh, corruption that is being raised across, uh, you know, different spheres of government. And this, for us, is where some of the divisions come from, because uh, we've now got factionalism that has uh, cropped into the organization when people begin to utilize patronage and access to resources to, uh, you know, uh, for, for self-enrichment and therefore use the structures uh, for purposes of protecting their, their uh, current uh, situation, uh, deployment, and positions that they occupy. So we need to be able to enforce discipline and ensure that there's, uh, you know, strong action against corruption and strong action against those uh, who uh, derail the processes of service delivery so that um, our people uh, do not have a a leadership that seems to be distant from them that is really self-serving. That for us are the things that we have to deal with and in this coming conference, that's the area that we need to focus on. Are there such leaders within the ANC? Are there urban leaders, upstanding leaders who could stand up to be counted? The ANC has got a, a lot of capable leaders who are upstanding, morally upstanding leaders, uh, very ethical leaders. We need to just make sure that we package those and then we are able to act on those where you know the, these negative uh, images of being corrupt are, you know, are most uh, you know, prominent. We need to be able to act on those who do not uh, comply to the kind of ethical leadership that the ANC uh, is known for. So there are enough people. We just need to make sure that the right leaders get, uh, get elected so that uh, the image of the organization can improve. Do you think succession needs to be managed to make sure that campaigns are not going to be divisive as we see now? I agree. I agree entirely. I think we need to sit down and look at how we deal with the issues of leadership selection to the point that we are able to uh, make a, a, you know, a, an open process which empowers our branches, the basic unit of the NC, to be more stronger in the selection of leaders rather than the slate politics that is now dominating because in the slate politics, you basically are going to overlook very capable leaders because they're on the wrong slate. You're also going to have uh, faceless lobbyists being the ones who determine who gets elected instead of an open platform where our members can scrutinize the leaders, uh, you know, ask them what their views are, hold them accountable, and where leaders know that you lead because you are, you know, um, supported by branches on the basis of who you are and what you do, and that uh, when the uh, you know branches have a problem, they would be free to stand up and say, we don't want this leader for this particular reason. It makes accountable much better if we ensure that the, the uh, succession processes are held with the branches being at the center, that they will determine what happens to leadership. It's not about a few leaders who will then lobby around and then make people feel this is the one, that's the one. But I think it has to be a transparent process. It must be an interactive process. It needs to be left open now because uh, what we've seen in the past few years, the development of slate politics basically means you just have a list and some people have to comply with that. And we need to empower our branches to be the ones that are in charge of the process. It must be more open and more transparent 
And then people must also be able to say, we know that this particular individual has done this and that and that mm-hmm. and that and hold them accountable. Did we learn anything from the last two conferences where similar patterns repeated itself? We have learned and, uh, partly the reason why we're focusing on ensuring that the ANC uh, is united and that we get rid of factions because if we approach it that way, we're then able to deal with uh, you know, the divisions that are really driven more by personal interest rather than uh, instances where we all unite around a common program that is about saving our people, building our economy, and that uh, you know, has got the needs of our people at the center. Was around the issues that are the needs of our people fighting poverty and uh, you know building our economy. Those issues, uh, such as fighting crime and making sure that our communities are safe, and those issues are not issues that will ever divide us. People get divided when the focus tends to be about preservation of uh, positions, and particularly if it's about self-interest then it becomes more difficult to manage. How do you strengthen the internal systems of the ANC to deal particularly with unhappy members to avoid them taking matters to court as we have seen recently? I think we need to strengthen uh, you know, the issue of transparency, fairness and accountability at the branch and other levels of uh, the organization. But we must also act quickly in cases of transgressions, manipulation of structures, gatekeeping and fraudulent membership. If we act and make examples of those who don't perform, who transgress, then we are able to send a, you know, a message that we will not tolerate irregularities. That way we would be able to start correcting what we're seeing here. I know this is a subjective question, Dr. Mkiza, but what type of leadership would you prefer in the NEC? Well, I would, I would prefer a very um, open, transparent leadership where there is a, a good space for everyone to express their views and that uh, you know, people need to be able to independently ex- uh, uh, express their views, and those views that they express, uh, they must be considered irrespective of who you know, they come from. And that kind of leadership must be uh, strong on uh, the ethics, uh, the values of the organization, and that leadership must always be focused on a program to uplift the conditions of our people. Dr. Mkise, does the ANC have in itself to self-correct? It is uh, possible for the ANC to, to self-correct, just that we need to be very serious about confronting the weaknesses that we have in the organization and the ills of the organization. We need to be able to act bravely and courageously on those who uh, you know, uh, bring the organization to disrepute, those who uh, abuse resources, those who are corrupt. We need to be able to act strongly. Those are the things that will make uh, you know, the ANC to be seen to be serious about self-correction. Wouldn't some say, but there's the same argument that has been brought forward post-Polokwane, post-Mangaung, same things have been said, same people have been in those positions, and yet ANC is in a position it is now because of the same people. From Mangaung, the process was started to create what we call the Integrity Commission. Mm-hmm. It was meant to deal with these issues. A number of challenges arose in the process that made the Integrity Commission not to be effective. We now are going to conference to deal with what we've identified as the weaknesses around ensuring that it is possible that we can uh, ask someone to step aside if they've been found to be involved in irregularities Mm -hmm. or in corruption. 
if we get to that point, it will mean that we will be seen to act early. We will also be seen to act on those uh, instances where uh, some serious allegations have been leveled in public. If it was down to you, how would you deal with corruption, particularly allegations of corruption by senior party members? I think we need to take a very strong stand to say uh, if there are serious allegations, we need to ensure that people can uh, step aside whilst we are going through that investigation so that their continued occupation of the elected office does not uh, tamper with the image of the organization or impair the image of the organization. I think we need to be able to focus on that issue. And if we do that, Uh, and also ensure that uh, proper disciplinary measures are taken on those who have uh, acted in a corrupt manner, then it it will actually assist to change the image of the organization and also stamp out corruption. And leadership must be seen to be exemplary. Leadership must be able to stand up and act strongly in the instances where there's corruption. And so uh, I believe that consistency on the leadership as role models and in a way that uh, you know it discourages any uh, you know proliferation of uh, negative activities and improper conduct that is what we need to be focusing on to get rid of this image of corruption should you be elected the ANC president come december conference what will be the first thing that you do as the new president of the party i think the first thing that one needs to do is to focus on the problems that are facing the country. Get a program that will build the confidence of our people to say we're focusing on the problems of poverty and unemployment and crime and corruption, that we will act on all of those issues so that South Africans must feel that the ANC elected is actually there for serving their interests to deal with the concerns that have been expressed in public. And I think the focus of the ANC needs to move away from in, uh, you know, inward looking to focus on what issues are facing the country. At each and every time when the ANC speaks, it must be talking about those issues and deal with the internal issues internally, but then focus on dealing with the issues that concern South Africans.